Hi, I'm Aaron, and this is Have You Met Yichao? Hi, I'm Yichao, and somebody met me. Episode two of our podcast about dating, where I send each out, out on OKCupid dates through an OKCupid profile I run. Yeah, the profile is called Have You Met Each Out? And uh, here we are, episode two, Who'd a Thunk? I certainly wasn't sure we would be here right now. We can't have a podcast about dating without dates. Right, and I wasn't sure dates were going to happen from this OKCupid profile, but it did. Right, so we're saying OKCupid a lot. Um, you actually used to run your own profile, and this was, you know, I had a leg up because this was somebody that you had talked to, but the conversation had sort of faltered off, uh, but I was able to re-engage and get, get you two talking in person. Yeah, so uh, if you listen to our last episode, at the very end, uh, this person who I had been talking to previously found this new profile just by happenstance of the internet and the OKCupid algorithms, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I had totally spaced, like, following up on this person. She seemed really rad, uh, and so... So Aaron messaged them, and it was uh, a pretty cool way to set up a date. Yeah, uh, pro tip kids, don't do that thing where you forget about the person that you're talking to. That's not a good way to actually go on dates. Yeah, I I had to apologize pretty profusely, and deservedly so. Uh, You know, it was a thing where I was busy, and we had tried scheduling things, and she's also really cool and busy with things, so, like, our schedules are a little crazy, and I'm like, hey, uh, let me follow up in, like, a week or two when the madness subsides, and then I just didn't, and then all of a sudden it was, like, three weeks, and I'm like, oh, is it too late to talk to her? No, it's just weird, it's a little weird, and so it was that whole deal. Um, I mean, I, I kind of think that you'd rather have somebody that's hard to schedule a date with than somebody that's really easy, right? Because, you know, if their schedule's totally open, like, what are they doing with their life? Aww. But if their schedule's, like, totally full, like, no, that, that, that that's a great thing because that means that they're doing their own thing and that they're living their own life. You don't want somebody who's living for their online dates. Yeah, you know, but if your schedule's open, I think that's okay, too. It's okay to not be busy. Sure, it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm not saying that there there are, that, that there's a right way or wrong way to live your life, but I am saying that I think that People that are doing more rad things, generally speaking, are more interesting and easier to have really interesting conversations with and really neat dating experiences with than people who, you know, well, what are you doing this week? I am, uh, I am playing World of Warcraft. Hey, don't describe me an undergrad. Come on, let's move on here. But yeah, so in this case, this was very true for uh, this person. Uh, we had a great date. Uh, she is very rad. Uh, we finally found a date and schedule that worked uh, with the help of Mr. Aaron. And uh, we ended up going to uh, a Mexican restaurant. And then after that, we went to a concert. And it was a lot of fun. I, I think that that's a really neat way to go about it, right? Because, you know, you, you meet up, you have a thing, uh, and then you, you have a chance to, like, break or continue. Then you go to another thing. Uh I like concert way more than I like like a movie or whatever, you know, yeah. a concert, you're sort of there together, you're experiencing the thing, you can shout over the music at each other if you want to. <laughs> when you're in a, co- you know, when you're in a movie or whatever, you can sit there and sort of enjoy the thing in the dark, but if you shout over the meeble, uh, out of over the movie, people start throwing popcorn at you. Um, yeah, it was, it was a really fun time, and yeah, I think, I think the thing is, like, first dates are hard, right? Like, like you're saying, what makes a good first date? I agree. I think generally... I personally am not a fan of, you know, the, st- the stereotypical dinner and a movie. Uh, one thing that you brought up that I really like actually is like movie than a dinner is slightly better or actually a lot better than a dinner and a movie because in that case, you've seen a movie, you have something to talk about, 
uh, at dinner, which is fun. Uh, and, and I think for me, the most important thing about a first date more than anything is this is an opportunity to get to know someone a little bit. Like, right, you guys don't generally know, especially with online dating, it's usually coming from a place where you guys don't know each other in real life. You don't have mutual friends or things like that. Uh, you've never met before. So it's like, hey, I get to know you. And I'd rather do something that is like a get to know you, that you get to talk to each other, rather than a get to know you that we're just sitting in the dark staring at a thing together, which is... Well, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, they, they, they say everyone looks the same in the dark, right? But uh, I think I think it's really important to, you know, that, that that's what you want. People put so much pressure on themselves when it comes to the first date, right? They really mm. want to... They really want to make a great impression and all this other stuff. They worry about it being awkward or whatever. Well, you know, the fact that human interaction is it's going to be awkward from time to time, right? We all yeah. put our foot in our mouths. We all say the wrong thing. And and I think that's the thing for me is like when I first started dating, right, it was definitely like uh, there was a lot of this, the, the, the stereotypical anxieties, right? Like, oh, is conversation going to be awkward? Oh, uh, you know, am I going to say something dumb or am I going to not sound, you know, smart, which is the same thing almost. Right. And all of these like concerns. And I think what I've come to accept and realize is like, oh, whatever happens, it happens. And if th- if conversation is bad, like, you know, th- what that actually means is, oh, great. This is a person who is not a really good match. Uh, you know, we don't have a lot of shared whatever. Yeah. You, you want to figure that stuff out early. Right. You don't want to yeah. get five dates in and then go realize I can't stand talking to this person they make me want to claw my tongue out right i mean that's a very specific organ to claw out well i was gonna say eyes but they have nothing to do with talking so oh yeah that's thematically resonant yeah so i think i think it is that uh uh all of the anxieties i used to have are now just like oh yeah these are just benchmarks of hey is this a person i'd care to get to know better um which is which is helpful because it helps overcome a lot of the things that i think prevent ourselves from presenting our best selves it's like if you're so busy being nervous about yourself that's another thing i think on a first date well, and is you like, don't want to present your best self you don't want to present somebody that isn't you right i mean a well, lot of people go on these early dates and they're trying to perform as someone i would say there's that that is two different things presenting your best self and presenting someone who isn't yourself i think those are actually two different things sure right? they are two like, different things but i think a lot of people get them conflated right particularly in first date things you know, yeah right like, there are all these yeah. rules right i can't i can't be too needy i can't be too available i can't be you know too difficult i can't yeah pose. yeah like, yeah there's all these rules that you're supposed to follow and, and of if what are yeah. worried about this is what i'm supposed to be in the dating sphere that's not who you are right what you're supposed to be what you're supposed to appear as i have to say like some of my best uh first dates or like dates that led into long-term relationships uh come from conversations that break all of those rules right like oh we talked about religion oh you know uh she told me about her crazy uh aunt who did xyz thing and very personal family stuff you know like i I think you know i've bonded with people over like oh gosh yeah we we had these really embarrassing dating experiences in high school right right you're not supposed to talk about your old your old flames or whatever Uh, yeah yeah. that's another one of these rules and like it's it's really difficult to know, you know, because a lot of these rules, like, you know, the construct of dating itself, right? The entire idea of like, you know, one-to-one sort of like we're going to have this interaction and we're going to sort of build on this interaction through a series of like scripted encounters until like, you know, we're in a relationship. Uh, really like, Literally like relationship. I was a huge fan of The Hairpin, which was this old like uh, like women's humor site. Uh, about five years ago they had this whole series about relationships and it was just like a bunch of snarky comments about dating and cardboard cutouts of shapes it was it was fantastic yeah i think that's actually really spot on of there's 
you know, we have this constructed narrative of what a growth of a relationship is supposed to look like, including, you know, the first date being a pretty sub- overly emphasized Benign, first point. Right? safe. You can never change someone's first impression of you, and you've got to get everything right, and you've got to, you know, wear yeah, the right there's a lot shirt. Of, there's, you got to. First dates has a lot of, like, conflated uh, pressure associated with it, which I think is completely antithetical to what they should be, which is like a low-key casual, hey, who are you? Are you a human that I connect with as a human? These tropes exist, and they and they can totally get in your way unless you play with them. Yeah, so uh, first dates, uh, this one was great. Uh, I thought the concert was awesome. It also was like, that's the other thing I actually like doing on first dates is doing things I don't normally do, right? Like, let's go for a hike or, you know, let's go to a concert, which is like, because of my work schedule and the things that I'm typically into, like I haven't I haven't gone to a live music concert in a long time. So it was really nice to just have a fun experience that I happen to be sharing with someone who I've just met uh, and I'm getting to know better. Uh, you know, and e- e- this great date almost didn't even happen. So before the date happened, uh, she messaged me and she's like, hey, just want to be upfront and let you know, uh, you know, you're really easy to find on the Googles. And I'm like, boots oh yeah, that's legit. Boots and cats and boots and cats. Yeah, I have a musical improv. <laughs> Shameless plug. I have a musical improv group called Boots and Cats. We're performing uh, all over the Seattle area and various shows. You should come see some music improv. But anyway, What's so that accent. I don't know. It's my it's my schmaltzy like salesman accent. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's my radio. So so, so that's voice. like your radio like used car salesman. Got yeah it, yeah. Got come it. see our show. I'm a barker of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so so I had mentioned to her uh, my improv group Boots and Cats, and you know my name's Ichao, which is not you know super super common. So between the two, she's like, "Hey, found out more about your musical improv group, but also found out you were doing a dating podcast, and I feel really weird about dating someone who's going to be talking about dating." And that's something we wanted to talk about. Um, right. So you know, we're again, you know, this isn't a podcast about dates. This is a podcast about dating, right? We want it. We want to use. Like, the dates are a really good chance for us to sort of uh, explore topics, but this isn't about exploring the people on the dates or, or yeah. the dates themselves. It's no, about, no, no. like, you know, all of this stuff, right? Like, like here's a great example, right? You know, cardinal sins of dating. She Googled you. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, don't Google your dates. You should, you should have some sort of, like, yeah. uh, what, you know, there should be a, a discovery of the person and, and so on. And, I mean, I disagree, too, right? I, I, I don't think that a collection of facts is a personality. And I also think that, you know... Uh, for me, I think as a guy, I have a very different kind of set of concerns when I go into an online date, right? Like for women going on an online date and meeting a complete stranger in, a, in sometimes, a, you know, public but like unknown locations or new locations, there is the genuine concern of like safety of like, and online dating has become so much more normalized. This is less so. But I remember when it was just starting, there was a high concern and a joke of like, don't date an axe murderer. They're just going to come and kill you. So like for me personally, right. I'm totally cool with like somebody wants to, you know, if I'm I'm cool if I give you my name and, like, whatever. Like, yeah, sure. Do, do make that smart check of, like, this guy doesn't have a rap sheet of murdering girls you know, on, on online dates. Right. Um, you know, and, and that's, that's actually another thing, right? So we were talking about first dates earlier, and, and you mentioned hiking, which I think is great, except for the fact that <laughs> that's not a public place, right? Like, like, that totally, like, you know, the person might see you and trust you, and they can Google you, and it's like, okay, this guy's, like, you know, like, like internet-famous improv guy, so I can just totally go on and hike that's, with him, and it'll be fine. That's a bit but, of a hyperbole of what I am, but, yeah, go, yeah. You know, well, uh, you know, I, I think you're more Googleable than I am, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I 
I think that, you know, when you're trying to put together that first experience, that thing that you do together, like thinking about these concerns, right? You know, is this going to be fun? Is it going to feel safe? Uh, is this is this going to be too uncomfortable for me, for them? Right. You, you want to sort of design an experience where you can figure out how you connect with somebody. Sure. And, and getting back to the point of, uh, you know, uh, she raised a really great point of like, Oh, uh, I don't want to be on a date that's going to be, you know, dissected and analyzed. And like, and I think that's something that I want to state very clearly that I'm very conscious of. One thing that Aaron and I really want to make sure we do is we protect the privacy and anonymity of uh, anyone that, uh, you know, I go on dates with and, uh, you know, make sure that. What we talk about is the dating itself and the process. Uh, n- n- not even, not the, even dates, the dates, right? It's, 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 it's talking about dating, right? It's talking yeah. about things that come up through the date sort of organically, not the details of the date themselves, but like the, the whole general construct, right? Because it's so easy. Again, you know, we've been talking about how the first date, people put so much pressure on that. People feel super self-conscious. And then it's like, oh, and you've got a podcast about it? This right. is really exploitative. You know, at the end of the day, I'm really interested in meeting someone who is awesome and who I, you know, am in a long-term relationship with. I told this to Aaron. I'm like, if this podcast is one episode long, fantastic. Because, you know, then I met someone, great. Then we, you know, shift gears and talk about something else. Or we finally get to sit Aaron up on those dates like I wanted to in the first place. Or we find a bunch of other people to set up on dates. Yeah. Uh, Aaron's just trying to get out of going on dates. Yeah, so it, I'm really grateful that uh, she was uh, upfront in bringing up her concerns because I think it also was a great reminder to clarify that and to make sure that uh, all of that is super transparent and that we're very keyed in on making sure that the dates are are just good dates because I would like to go on more good dates, please. That's kind of a big part of what we're trying for here. And uh, and that everyone has a good time uh, at the end of the day. Speaking of, uh, at the end of the day, uh, at the end of the date, um, I think there's a lot of like uh, uncertainty of how to progress at the end of a date, good or bad, and moving on, right? You know what I mean? Like, so like, for example, if the date went well, it's like, oh, how do I when is an appropriate time to propose a second date or if the date went well but you're like oh i think we're just friends how do you progress from there or if the date is terrible and you're like how do i politely say i never want to sue this human again like how do you how do you what is what is your exit strategy at the end of date one well and i i think i actually try to build my dates with that sort of thing in mind right like you know i might not tell somebody like you know that there's like three parts to this date i might only tell them about the first part let's meet up and you know let's let's meet up for happy hour and if happy hour goes well you know we're having a good conversation it might be okay you know you want to grab wings across the street and if that goes well it's like sweet so right down the street there's another place where we can go play foosball for a while and and, and talk about you know Aaron Aaron and this is where i think it's very funny because Aaron is definitely somebody who is uh well thought out organized plans things and and this is where my improvness is, I think, is showing. Because for me, I'm like, yeah, let's have a starting point. And if it goes well, uh, you know, we'll wing it from there. So, like, even having the two phase of, like, oh, Mexican restaurant and concert, I'm like, oh, that's more planning than I'm used to. I'm used to just grabbing coffee and then seeing where we head off to. Well, and that's fine, too, right? Like, <clears throat> it's – it's, but the, the, the nice thing about, like, starting with something small, starting with something that has an end point like coffee or whatever, is it gives you a good breaking point, right? You know, if, 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 if the conversation is just not working – if you feel uncomfortable, you know, you don't feel safe, whatever, that gives you a really good chance to say, well, you know, I got to run. So so I think that sort of planning it so there are natural breakpoints is is a really good strategy. And you don't have to go to the point of like, I'm going to go here, then here, then here, because uh, a three-part date seems like a little complicated, right? It's like, you know, multi-course meals, right? It's like, <laughs> whoa, 
flow, right? But uh, having having like a, a thing that can end and then having some ideas where you might go if you want to keep the interaction going is a great idea. Right. Uh, and I also, I, I think one thing I want to like definitely address directly is there's, I feel like there's this colloquial wisdom of like when you should text that person again. Or whatever, right? right? Like, so I'll give, you, I'll give you a good example. It's like, oh, you know, you can't ask for the second date during date one because that makes you seem too e eager. You've got to wait three days before you text back. Don't send two texts in a row uh, without getting an answer back because that makes you seem too needy. Like, sure, I've heard of all those things. All yeah. kinds of stuff like this, right? So when when it comes to like, you know, I, I think you should be upfront and honest about how you've about how things are going, right? You know, it's it's uh, clarity of communication can only lead to better outcomes. Right? I, I think for me, um, I think you're absolutely spot on, right? Like in the moment when some, even when I've been like, ah, oh, that that was okay. I don't think we have a lot in common. And someone's like, yeah, we should hang out again. My like gut response is to say, oh yeah, sure, sure. And uh, I've been trying to catch myself. You know, because it just feels so rude to be like, no, I don't think so, right? Like, that feels so antithetical. Well, right. And the thing is, when it's like this generalized, like, oh, yeah, we should totally do it. You're like, okay. But they're like, yeah, no, I want to go on, you know, a five-mile hike with you next Wednesday. It's like, well, uh, actually, I've got to go to work, right? You know, you, 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 it, it, it's a lot easier to say yes or no to a concrete thing, clearly, sure. than it is to say yes or no to the idea of a thing. Yeah, I think I think in general being in general be more specific, right? Like, uh, you know, like I'm totally the guy who like afterwards after I got home I'd be like, hey, that was super fun. Let me know if you'd like to hang out again sometime. I think I've sent that text a couple times, uh, and then if the answer is like, yeah, definitely, then I follow up with you know like, hey, how about this thing? Uh, I think uh, that's that's something I don't know. That's just what I do for better sure. or worse. And and I think that it's easy like. I think that that adds a whole extra interaction, right? I mean, if you really do want to hang out with this person, just be like, hey, here's what we should do, right? Like, not not like we should do this again. It's like, let's do this thing. Let's go. Right. Let's go do this thing. You're rad. We should do the thing. Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, is even if the date ends, like, uh, with a, uh, no, don't think I want, you know, I don't think a second one is in the books. I think I, I'm, I'm of two conflicting minds. So on one hand... Uh, there's a term ghosting, right? Where somebody you've been talking to just disappears on you. And I think most people agree ghosting people or getting ghosted feels crummy, right? It's like, it oh, sucks. you didn't even have, you couldn't even just tell me, hey, not interested. You just stopped talking to me. Uh, and I, I, it's not a good, I personally like <laughs> try not to do it despite almost doing it to the girl that I went on this date with, right? Accidentally not messaging her. Uh, but I think that that's a crummy choice. However, uh, I also think that you don't owe anyone an explanation if you don't want a second date, right? Like, I think a lot of people who are super nice, if somebody's like, hey, we should hang out again, there's this feeling of being like, oh, no, and I want to come up with a really good reason that's not anything to do with you. We just didn't connect. And there's this, like, you know, I think it's totally okay to be like, no, I think, you know, to, to try to say, even though it feels awkward, if somebody's like, hey, let's hang out again, you're like, actually, I don't, I didn't feel that connection, but thank you. You seem really nice. Uh, see you around. I mean, I think a slightly different tack on that. Uh, I would prefer to be clear. You know, I don't. I don't ever want to be left wondering what's going on. And I think that it's it's sort of uh, it is not kind to leave other people hanging. Agreed. So I like to go with you know I'm not really feeling it. I'm not you know I'm not really feeling this interaction. I'm not feeling the chemistry or whatever. Uh, you know, I, I really, I really liked, you know, and then you should be able to say something genuine that you enjoyed about it or something that, uh, or something about the person that drew you to them in the first place. 
But, you know, so don't just say, I don't like it, no thanks, I'm done. Say something nice about them, too. Yeah. But I, you don't have to make excuses, right? And if there is nothing awful, like you can just, you know, be like, hey, this isn't working out, I'm going right. to I'm gonna leave now. I think that's the key thing is, like... Uh, I know for me, whenever I have to deliver bad news or or new or, or say something that I feel is like not what the other person wants to hear, I really have this tendency to make excuses or want to couch it in a bunch of like reasons and apologies. Don't make and, excuses, right? You and do. I think you don't need to apologize for not, you know, hitting it off with someone. And that's I mean, just that's I, just I honestly it think it's 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 probably a worse play. It's probably ruder long term. To not be clear and waste their time because they're like getting really excited right. about you and you're hanging out a bunch and you're like I don't even want to be here. Yeah, and, do and this. in that case, I'm that's get a my thing. friend to text me so I have an well, excuse. In that to case, leave. that's like, a thing of like you not saying no when you want to say no, which is definitely problematic. I think it's also uh, unnecessary for you to overly apologize uh, because you know because things didn't work out. And I think also uh, it's important to know that. If you really liked someone and they're like, hey, I didn't really feel it, to be able to take that at face value. I know for me, it definitely sucks. You're like, oh, man, I'm really disappointed. I was really into this person. They didn't feel the same way. But I agree with Aaron of like, it's much nicer to hear that up front than to be like, oh, I guess we're going on a second date and be like, I'm really into it. And then to find out they're like, ah, yeah, I was really lukewarm, but I didn't want us to be mean and say no. It's like saying no isn't no isn't mean if you don't make it mean. It's just truthful. And I think it's important, as Aaron said, to be clear in our communication and to be truthful and upfront without feeling the need to apologize or embellish or on, uh, in either way, whether it's positive or negative. Right. And the other thing to remember about, you know, rejection or whatever, when you go on a first date and it doesn't work out, you know, they've had their entire effing life before they spent, you know... 30 minutes or an hour or whatever hanging out with you, right? It's, it's, it isn't about you. It's about them, right? I mean, they've just had this other experience and you don't fit into it the way that they, they were hoping. I think uh, once you are in a relationship, it's about the two of you and your, and how you work together. But in trying to find that relationship, it is about yourself and, and valuing yourself enough to allow you to be happy and, and, and not feel obligated right. to make somebody else's happiness. Right. First. I mean, you know, to, I, I, I wish I was lucky enough to, you know, have my first date end up being the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. But I mean, that's, uh, I, I think that a lot of us don't look at the rest of life like that, right? It's not like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to spend the rest of my life at McDonald's where I had my first job. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life eating the first kind of pizza that I had. You know, maybe, maybe you do, right? But maybe, maybe, maybe there are places where you want to feel a little less adventurous. But here... I mean, this is talking about a whole other person, right? They've got so much other stuff they're bringing to the table. You want to, I think you want to make sure that you get the right fit rather than a quick one. I agree. Yeah, lots of thoughts. Um, pretty pretty cool stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said, I think this first date was fun. Um, I would be totally down for hanging out with this person again. We've we've been texting a little bit and just chatting. Again, okay, I'm, cool. I'm like, this person's super rad and definitely like at least someone who I want to be friends with, uh, you know, and... Well, and like, see, when you say that, that at least, like that, that one kind of bothers me, right? And the sure. reason it bothers me is because it implies that like dating is more than friendship and, and they're just different kinds of relationships, right? They're just different categories. It's the same sort of thing. You are spending time with somebody, you are getting to know them, you're building... You're building a relationship, you're hanging out together. It's just, you know, in one of these cases, it's more romantic. And in the other cases, it's less romantic, right? But when we say, like, at least dating, it, it's, it's, it's making it sound like finding a new friend is a disappointing outcome. And I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't feel disappointed. Okay, well, 
Yeah, but I think that's a. I think language is important, and analyzing how and what 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 is the stereotypical and and uh, trope ish and repetitive language that we use a lot and hear a lot about dating and relationships, and can we look at that and uh, well, find I mean, more effective ways to, of talking about it. And that's going to do it for us this time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, next time, we're actually going to be changing it up a little bit. So uh, I'm not going to be going on a date. Next time, uh, my friend told me recently that she had listened to the podcast and was inspired to try online dating for the first time. So she made an OkCupid profile. I think she's been on a couple dates. So nice. I'm really excited to invite her on and we'll be chatting with her. I'm also really excited because it'll be great to hear a little bit about the uh, dating perspective for, uh, from a female perspective because I know online dating is very different uh, as a lady person. On or, the you know, as somebody running their own profile. <laughs> right. A normal online dating profile that isn't this bizarre, my I'm trying to set you up with my friend, each out. So uh, really excited to have her. She's super awesome. You guys will get to meet someone pretty sweet. Uh, until then, thank you guys for listening, and we will check in with you next time. Have fun.